Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer, Evelyn Aka. Good day. My name is Evelyn Aka. I'm the founder and managing lawyer of Aka Business Immigration Law. We are based in Calgary, Alberta, and we have two offices in Toronto and Vancouver, Canada as well. I focus primarily on cross-border NAFTA immigration law for professionals as well as families and individuals looking to move to Canada or move to the United States. I would like to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Today, I have the pleasure of giving you updates on lots of things immigration-related and hopefully providing some value and information. The goal for us at ACA Business Immigration Law and with the Ask Immigration Lawyer Evelyn ACA podcast is to share resources to ensure that you have up-to-date information and that you're working from a place of knowledge and um, and knowing before you make decisions and make moves. So again, today we'll be talking about a lot of different moving parts. We're going to talk about COVID and the border and immigration and some of the changes that are occurring, as well as go into processing times and some of the impacts of COVID and how you need to know what's realistic now in terms of timing for your applications um, and also being patient with us because we do all we can to provide our clients with the best service possible and the most realistic timeframes. And COVID unfortunately has really shifted that and changed a lot of our timeframes. And so we do the best we can to ensure you get the most current and up-to-date information. At ACA Business Immigration Law, we're also doing regular web form updates and inquiries to immigration on our client files that are in process because everything seems to be taking longer and longer. So again, COVID has certainly impacted the practice of immigration law. It's impacted uh, the processing times and it's impacted the crossing of borders. It's not so easy and it's not so seamless. And I think it's more and more important now that you work with a professional who is up to date and knows what they're doing. So let's talk first about the border. Just yesterday, um, on September 15th, um, 2020, um, the Canadian government announced that it had extended again the border closings and the limitations for the border. So this has been continuing now since COVID started, six months or more. And every month we think this might be the last month. Realistically, I think given the situation in the United States that um, – the border closures will probably have continue on into next year. I can't see with the continued expansion of the COVID um, illness in the United States and the spread of it that the border in Canada will be becoming will be opening anytime soon. Unfortunately, um, it is open, however, for business into Canada and into the United States. And so I think it's really important that you know that people are still crossing the borders for different reasons. First, they're crossing the border to be reunited with their family members. So if you are married to a Canadian or permanent resident and you're outside the country, the government of Canada has made provision so that you can be reunited and you can come into Canada with appropriate paperwork to prove the relationship and ensure that you can be reunited with your partner. So that's one. 
The other area where people are being reunited or people are coming into Canada is by way of work. So if you're a professional and you are needed to come into Canada, to start a business, to work in Canada, um, to meet your obligations as an employer or an employee and do intercompany transfers, under NAFTA, you're able to apply for work permits at the airport into Canada. Now, I must say, we had a client yesterday, uh, it's very timely, who had struggles getting onto the plane, even with a very strong NAFTA intercompany executive work permit application with him and his family members. The airlines gave him such a difficult time because they're now under the premise that they are immigration, some of them, and that they have the ability to pre-screen. So my poor client went through quite a long two hours before he could even get on the plane. And then when he landed immigration, 30 minutes later, he had his work permit because the package was complete. So these are the, some of the changes we're experiencing when it relates to coming into Canada. Even under NAFTA, you have to be prepared to make your case. You have to be prepared to educate the airline officials who do not know anything about immigration law. And you have to be prepared to advocate for yourself. That is the one thing we're finding. So yes, people who are making work permit applications under um, NAFTA, professional, NAFTA intercompany, and those that are considered essential services are entering Canada. And we have had no troubles on the U.S. side because of their lack of restrictions compared to Canada. They're entering um, the United States and applying for TN visas and L's on a daily basis with very little challenges. So that's some good news, at least, is at least going south, you can still apply for your work permit. The other thing is that we want to talk about what happens to those people who are coming in from Europe or other countries. They cannot just fly in. So, for instance, most Europeans are visa exempt, and they're usually able to get on the plane from their home countries and come to Canada. Unfortunately, now, because of COVID, all work permit applications must be submitted first at the consulate in the country before they can enter Canada, once they've been approved and they have uh, met the requirements for essential worker, met the requirements for intercompany transfer, or let's say CETA under a consultant category, they're able to come in upon approval. They only are able to get on the plane with an approval. And even we've been hearing from clients in Germany that they've also experienced similar challenges getting on the plane. Um, Right now, airlines are very, very worried about being fined or being exposed or being restricted from flying if they happen to have an incidence of COVID or if they let somebody on the plane who's not supposed to be on the plane. So we're seeing a lot of struggles for clients to even just get through that barrier, even with an approval, before they can get to Canada and submit their paperwork of approval and get started. Everybody that comes to Canada uh, from another country has to quarantine. So this is also the latest, is understanding that you must quarantine and that you must be prepared to um, have a quarantine plan and do your two weeks of quarantine and, and make sure you don't have any illness when you, when you enter and that you're going to com- apply and abide by the rules and regulations of um, the Canadian government and the Canadian health authorities to ensure that you quarantine. This is mandatory. So if you go to the States for a week, you come back, you have to quarantine for two weeks. This is mandatory to keep our, our people and our Canadians and our country, our country safe.
Okay, I think that's really reasonable and very important. They've been now, I think, some updates in the labor market process. Given the economy in Canada, as we know, there are um, a number of people unemployed, especially here in Alberta, Canada. And so we've been informally advised that it's going to be very difficult to get LMIAs. And obviously that makes sense. Um, unless we can take care of our Canadian workers first, we should not be employing foreign workers and um, and unless the position is so unique and so rare, that's very difficult to hi- hire for, I think the chances of LMIA success are getting slimmer and slimmer. Other provinces, different, however. So British Columbia and Ontario and many other provinces continue to grow, continue to need skilled workers and highly, highly technical specialized workers. So we continue to do LMIAs for some other provinces, but we're very, very limited in terms of Alberta because of our um, our unemployment situation, coupled with the oil and gas crisis, we've really faced a double whammy with COVID as well. So I think it's important to understand that. We're also doing a lot of people who, let's say, um, want to look at spousal permanent residence. So for instance, you have a spouse in another country, or you want to marry somebody from another country. Before you can do a spousal permanent residence application, you have to be able to um, get them to Canada and so maybe go and get married outside of the country first and then come into Canada and quarantine and bring your spouse with you. You can start the permanent residence application from here. Many of our clients have been separated as a result of um, COVID and for months and months. And so it's definitely motivating people to decide, let's just get on with this marriage. Let's go get married somewhere else and then come into Canada together and start the spousal sponsorship, which then allows for an open spousal work permit after about five or to six months. Then they can become eligible to work in Canada and get the benefits as well of healthcare here in Canada. So that's something we're seeing more of. I have to say, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with the election in the South. And so we are getting a number of calls from Americans looking at options to move to Canada, wanting to understand what the challenges will be for them and how they can get here either before the election or after the election based on the results. So I feel like if you have any of those questions or concerns, before you make any decisions, you must consult a a knowledgeable immigration lawyer. Um, Call us at ACA Business Immigration Law. We'd be happy to help you to talk through the strategy and the analysis and all that's at stake before you do anything. The phone number is 403-452-9515. And give us a call so we can help you to see if Canada is really the right destination. I heard the other day from one of my colleagues in the States and she wants to move to Kuala Lumpur. She's done. (laughs) She's in Florida now. And I just said, we don't help with that. But I'm happy to talk through some of the issues and see if I can find a good contact for her to start her own process to immigrate. So people are definitely on the move um, these days. A few more things to chat about as we focus on updating you know, updating you on immigration law in Canada and the U.S. Um, One of the other things I think about is express entry, permanent residence. This is the federal skilled worker category or the Canadian experience class or or federal skilled worker. This is where people can apply to become permanent residents. Uh, We expect that there will be a selection, hopefully this week. It's been a few weeks and usually every three or four weeks there's a selection. So again, that might be an area for people who are highly educated and skilled 
to look for ways to come to Canada so that they can pursue their dreams as permanent residents and their careers and raise their families, etc. So that is always an option. It's still an option. We continue to process um, permanent residence applications. I have to say that I am seeing that the process is slowing down, and that's mostly because of the fact that all of the government workers or the immigration officials and workers around the world, they're all working from home as well. So just like us, we're all having to adapt to working from home or in a different environment in the office. Um, they're also dealing with that, and that is slowing down processing a little bit, but they continue to process and approve applications, and we're happy to say we continue to do them successfully um, and happy to talk to any of you if you have any questions at all. So that's a lot of information. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else that we can help you with. Um, I think the biggest thing to understand right now in the COVID world is who can travel to Canada. Right now, only Americans, if they're making work permit applications, no visitors, no tourism is permitted into Canada. Um, even business visitors are facing significant scrutiny because you must be having a work permit, generally speaking, and you have to be able to quarantine. So you can't just come in for a two-day meeting and then leave. If you come in, you have to quarantine, and it's very hard to get an exemption from quarantine. You must be exempt, and you must have the essential worker requirements met, and you must have the approval from Public Health Canada to be exempted from quarantine. Otherwise, you must do the two weeks. So that is the latest update. That's all I think I have for you today. Um, you know, if you have any questions at all and you want to talk through this, feel free to give me a call at ACA Business Immigration Law. Again, my name is Evelyn Aka. Thank you for joining Ask Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka podcast. And thank you for joining the Aka Law Facebook page and LinkedIn page. I hope the information was valuable to you. Please do let me know if you have any questions. You can reach us at akalaw.com, A-C-K-A-H-L-A-W.com, or you can contact us by phone at 403-452-9515. Have a great day. Thank you.